This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. You know, it doesn't seem that long ago that the media was obsessed with Rob Ford and more importantly, the dark side of Rob Ford, of course, who passed away. And I think at the heart of all that, and this was way back in 2013 when it all began, you might remember the video that purported to have Rob Ford smoking crack cocaine. Well, that video has now been released and it's all to do with uh, the legalese. I think it was the the last person involved in this whole thing. Remember Alexander Sandro Lisi? He was uh, a close associate with Ford and a driver, and um, he today agreed to sign a peace bond in return for the dismissal of a single charge of extortion filed following the massive police investigation. And uh, that now allows the video to be released. But Chris Selly is a National Post columnist, and I wanted to talk to Chris maybe about our obsessive nature when it came to Rob Ford, what the video actually showed. And I think in the end, it was he, he turned into such a sad character. Chris, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. Can you just give us a bit of background? Because it was really the Toronto Star that originally obtained this video. Am I, am I remembering my facts right? Well, it was. I'm not sure in which order they went, yeah. but it, it was the Toronto Star and and Gawker, the American sort of um, <clears throat> celebrity slash gossip site, right. um, who got who saw it first. And Gawker, in fact, uh, ran the story first, and and the Toronto Star rushed to print that night because they had the story and and they were hanging on to it for for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a video. Uh, more or less as described in both reports with with some um, discrepancies uh, of Rob Ford in a basement uh, being sort of egged on by a purportedly friendly voice who is which is that of Elena Basso who's who's a, a associate of the Ford family it's the only way I can put it or of or of Rob Ford anyways mm-hmm. and he's incoherent um, you know he can barely utter a syllable. Uh, he, to the extent that you can really read anything into his body language or what he's saying, it's, it's that he just seems absolutely miserable. And he says some things that, you know, some profanities to the extent that you can understand what he's talking about. Uh, and then he brings the crack pipe up to his lips and lights it. And, um, and, and all the while there was someone in that room, um, Oh, his name escapes me right now, uh, who was filming it. And maybe the saddest thing near the end of the video is, is you hear Rob Ford sort of mumbling, oh, you know, that camera better not be on. And the other people in the room going, oh, no, no, you know, we'd never, we'd never do that. Yeah. And then there's another video of the same guy bragging about it uh, after he did it. So it's, it's, just a miserable, it's just a miserable portrait of a guy in a terrible situation. Again, Chris, remind me, though, because even as you described it, and it's all coming back to me whether I want it to or not, but did... Was the media allowed to see that whole video? I just remember seeing stills, and um, so I'm I'm just trying to remember how much was available at the time. Oh, nothing was available at the time. You may be remembering there there was unfortunately more than one uh, Rob Ford crack video. Yeah. Um, it was the second one 
God, I'm struggling to, to remember the exact chronology myself. It was but, it was three uh, years ago. I know, I, and I don't mean to yeah. make you well, remember everything, so, but it was also confusing. Yeah, <laughs> and it all came so fast and sudden. But yeah, there, there were stills of other videos, and other videos came out. But no, the general public. I mean, the media outlets in Toronto had had a copy of this last video for quite a while because um, they got it from the court, but they weren't allowed in the in the the trial of Sandra Lisi, as you say, who right. was on trial for extortion trying to get this video back from the people who took it. Um, but no, the, for the general public, today was the first time anyone had seen anything um, of this. We only had the report, they only had the reporter's um, descriptions to go by. Right. And I almost wonder, because really, depending on, it doesn't matter which order they came out in, but that was really the start of the downfall of Toronto's mayor, wasn't it? It was. I mean, it, it you know... He had had problems that would have been very serious for a, a different kind of mayor, um, but then a different kind of mayor wouldn't be Rob Ford. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this this is where it really, you know, the, the pressure on him had been huge to begin with. I mean, the, the, the star in particular, um, who have a lot of reporters on the City Hall beat, were chasing down a whole bunch of different possible leads about things that, that Rob Ford was up to. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and he would have known that. And, and so it was, he was under pressure. But once this came out, and, you know, everyone in the media knew that this was real. I mean, the Toronto Star had not made up a, a crack video, right? Yeah. So everyone had to, you know, that's everyone just put their their foot to the floor and for ages that was all anyone wanted to ask Rob Ford and it just became an absolute circus you know with people chasing him around City Hall and him holding these ridiculous press conferences in a in a in his office in this just sort of jam-packed room oh yeah uh, dragging life along on one occasion I mean it was just just an absolute gong show uh for ages and you know, um, and, and Chris, I, he may have been the Toronto mayor, but because the rest of North America saw this story, it was almost like Toronto represented all of Canada, and we knew how the whole country almost became a laughing stock if you watched late night television in the states. Yeah, absolutely, and and I mean, I think that's what's from from the point of view of sort of a citizen of Toronto. Um, for me, like that's what. You know, in 20 years, that's what I'll look back on. Really, is is you know as sad and and as manic and crazy as that period was. It's just crazy that we managed to elect a guy like this uh, as mayor of the fourth largest city in North America. Um, You know, even like you know, people knew, people in the media knew he had problems with with drugs and, and alcohol and things like that, even beyond things that had been reported in the press. But the things that had had been reported in the press should have been bad enough to disqualify him uh, from getting elected. Uh, but he was a very unique phenomenon, or at least he was, a, he was a unique phenomenon, I would say, until Donald Trump came along and then started <laughs> sort of mirroring a lot of the uh, uh, same um, characteristics. Sort of, yeah, characteristics yeah. And, and, and attracting a lot of the same kind of support that's sort of impossible to reason people out of. Chris, I want to take a quick break here, but afterwards, I want you to remind my listeners, though, how he got to where he was. Remind me about Toronto politics, the fact he was a councillor before that, but what was going on in Toronto that allowed this to happen, that um, a broken man with a lot of issues ended up being the mayor of our country's major city. So hold on here, Chris. Chris Selly is a National Post columnist, and we are talking about Rob Ford, the fact that the crack video finally, well, that original one finally was released. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770.
Chris Sally is my guest. He's a National Post columnist, and we are talking about Rob Ford, a video that has finally been released. And Chris, I, I'm not surprised by all the texts I'm getting uh, from people saying, rest in peace, let it go, leave him alone. Why are we talking about this? And I think if anything, the reason I see a need to talk about this is maybe to look back at at Rob Ford and also maybe if we were shown that video right from the beginning and he he sought help as quickly as possible it would have been viewed differently but it became he became a, a laughing stock almost yeah absolutely i mean i i think i mean one of the things that i find kind of sad to think about oh sorry sorry i just that was the video oh. <laughs> playing ironically um That's okay. uh but uh no i mean one of the things i find sad is that you know when people ask him you know mayor ford are, are you on a video smoking crack he may well not have known um because the guy in that video did not wasn't coherent know, i doubt he, i doubt he remembered that night the yeah. morning after yeah um so i mean uh, I, it, it's absolutely important. I mean, I mean it's it's for so for so many reasons, and it, it, beyond just the fact that it's the mayor of a huge city caught smoking crack. Um, yeah, I think you're right that that if he had just said, "Yeah, I smoke crack, I have a problem," and gone to rehab right then and yeah. had it stuck, he would have been. You know, there's a lot of people. You should see my inbox today. Uh, it's full of sentiment similar to that, with a lot of bad words. Um, bad so, words directed yeah. to you. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, there are people who really love the guy still, mm-hmm. uh, all the more because he, he died so so terribly young. Um, and and I think that that uh, you know that's that's one of the reasons that we need to look at this because it's very conceivable that Rob Ford could still be mayor of Toronto, and even sober, the guy was just a he's just not fit to be. You know, I, I think I think Rob Ford really liked helping people as a city councillor. Uh, you know, he went to bat for people, and he has fans in all kinds of different communities in Toronto, and not not least in his ward, and not just in his ward, because mm-hmm. he helped people across the city. But that's it, that doesn't make you fit to be the mayor of, the, of a city of of three and a half million people. I mean, he's or two and a half million people, I should say. He he was just uh, a, a weird, bizarre, immature decision by an important city, and it shouldn't ever happen again. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons it's important to, to to look at this and think this was our mayor. We've elected this guy. Remind me, though, how he became mayor, because he was, a, as you mentioned, a very popular councillor. He was uh, elected to his term twice before he then ran for the mayor seat. So how did it all happen? Well, essentially, I mean... There's, I can't really answer that question. Because it's democracy, uh, too. I mean, he was elected, and well, yeah, That's I mean, the simple question. He and, got and the most votes. And, and also, I just don't know the answer. Like, <laughs> I think you could run history over 100 times, and it would never happen again. Mm-hmm. But part, part of it is that Toronto, as it's currently constituted, is a young city. It's, it's a downtown core and a bunch of what used to be considered suburbs rammed together in 1999. Nobody wanted it. The, the province forced amalgamation on the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and so downtowners were happy, were not happy with having, you know, they obviously have different priorities than the suburbs and vice versa. And so both groups of people were unhappy with the way that worked out. And Rob Ford was only the third mayor of, the, of Toronto as it's currently constituted. The first was Mel Lastman, who was a suburban guy and was yeah. widely seen as a, or used to be, until Rob Ford came along. The second one was David Miller, who was a real downtown type. And he really angered the suburban people. <laughs> 
And Ford was a guy who would go in and counsel and just day in and day out attack, often with justification, um, the spending that was going on at City Hall. And people would say to him, Rob, you know, you're going after the city for spending, you know, $175 on this or $1,500 on this. It's a $9 billion budget. What is the point? Well, the point is that he managed to convince a lot of Torontonians that you know, literally billions of dollars at City Hall was going down the toilet. Mm-hmm. And he managed to make people, he managed to make some people angry enough about that to vote for Rob Ford, who, who just said he would stop the gravy train. That was his, that was his motto. Mm-hmm. And I think there were enough people also who just didn't care about City Hall and had much less specific grievances with the place, but just thought that it wasn't doing a good enough job mm-hmm. to just say, you know what, I don't like any of these people. If they hate this guy so much, uh, I don't like them. Maybe I'll vote for him. And so it, it was. Yeah. A, but you know what? There are a lot of parallels uh, to what you said about Donald Trump. Even he's mm-hmm. managed to really touch into the disenchanted voter who feels like I've been forgotten. And I'm sure that was the same thing for Rob Ford. He was and and. It, also the suburban urban split as well but if he's able to tap into the fact that people think that city hall isn't working for me you know similar things to donald trump you're right absolutely and and the other thing was that like trump it it was absolutely impossible to sort of reason anyone away from their from their beliefs about Ford. So one of the th- one of the reasons I think this is particularly important that people see this video, not necessarily watch it, but know that it's out there and in the public domain, is that something like 40% of Torontonians, when you polled them, thought, or told pollsters anyways, that they thought the video didn't exist. Literally, that the Toronto Star, the most read newspaper in Canada, had made this up out of whole cloth mm-hmm. to go after the mayor. Yeah. And that's crazy, right? Like, I don't care what you think. I mean... There are many quibbles to be had about the media in general and, and the star in particular, but that's yeah. nuts. You know, these are well-respected journalists. They're not going to do that. Um, and so I think just to sort of remind people that, that, no, no, like you were indulging a fantasy here. You know what I mean? Mm. In the same way, I guess, that Trump, you know, people are saying, oh, well, he's going to build a wall along the border with Mexico and uh, Mexico will pay for it. Yeah, uh, It was just people were so stuck in their positions and willing to rationalize and justify just about anything that he did. And here is really proof positive, you know, that, that he was um, that bad. Yeah. And it's too bad he's not around. Um, it really is too bad he's not around. But, um, you know, I, I think that's an important thing for a city, an electorate to sort of come to terms with, that this is the man they elected and this is the man they protected once it became clear that mm. he was unfit. Chris, I'll let you get back to all those angry emails and texts. <laughs> Thank you very much. They're piling up. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time. Thanks a lot. Chris Selly, he's a National Post columnist. I want to take a break for traffic, and then I'll read all the texts that are coming in about this. Uh, let's see. 351 Helicopter Traffic, brought to you by... Truman, can you afford $25 a day? Then you can own at Orchard Sky. 11 Extraordinary Show Suites now open. Register now at liveatorchardsky.com.
Looks backed up this afternoon on Deerfoot Trail northbound between Memorial Drive and McKnight Boulevard. That's because we have a collision at McKnight, so expect a slow drive through that stretch of the northeast. In the southeast, there is also a collision northbound on Stony Trail approaching Glenmore, still just causing very minor delays. And it still looks a bit slow eastbound on Glenmore Trail as well between Deerfoot and McLeod. Ask Sherwin-Williams and save 35% on paint and stains during the Love for Color sale April 12th through 15th. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. For the News Talk 770 Traffic Helicopter, I'm Chris Duchesne. And I'm Jared Wilden in the News Talk 770 Traffic Center. Westbound Memorial Drive looking a little bit slow right now between Center Street and 10th Street. Uh, eastbound on Memorial Drive approaching 10th Street also seeing delays backed up to around 14th. And northbound on Crow Child seeing uh, typical delays right now between 17th Avenue and Kensington Road. 770-770 is our text number. If you see something on the roads, let us know about it. And as far as our forecast goes, partly cloudy tonight, a low of 11 degrees, partly cloudy tomorrow, a high of 21, sunshine on Saturday, a high of 26, and then Sunday, mix of sun and cloud, the high 25, Monday, mainly sunny, and a high of 26 degrees. Right now, it is 18 degrees. The weather brought to you by the end of the summer, hot by event at MacArthur Furniture, bedroom to dining room, patio to living room, find generous savings throughout the store, MacArthur Fine Furniture and Interior Design. I got a couple of minutes left here. Uh, let me just try to get in at least uh, one phone call and uh, read some texts. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Angela. Uh, I think Chris is an ugly person. I got to say, and I'll tell you why. Because um, there's no comparison to Trump. Because Rob Ford looked after people, and so what if there's a video of him doing crack? You know what? He looked after people's money, and I believe, and I could be wrong. If you look at the fiscal record, he was kicking everyone else's butt. Financial but yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and Glenn, you know what? I don't know exactly all the details of the Toronto situation before or after, but you know, as far as calling Chris an ugly man or whatever, you, Chris did say if that video had been released and Rob Ford had just said, you know what, I've got a problem, like right now, he probably would not have received the scorn and the humiliation that was heaped on him. I think, as Chris mentioned, you see a man with an addiction. It's it's actually sad to see, as opposed to, it became, right. it became, he just became the butt of every oh, okay. joke, which was so sad, right? When he finally came forward, when Glenn, when yeah. he finally came forward, I think a lot of people turned around and said, okay, you go away, deal with your problems, and then come back. But it, it took away from what he was as a mayor and what he, it, how he should represent a major center. Yeah, just yeah. to me, Chris sounds ugly about it. And but he was voted in because he was voted in because he was looking after people. Well, yeah, and, and I, as uh, I said to Chris, he won because he got the most uh, votes. I mean, that's the the bottom line. That's how democracy works. So he managed to get enough people to vote for him. And thank God, a major politician uh, was looking after people's money for once. Glenn, got my vote. Yeah, Glenn. Thanks so much. Um, Obviously, Glenn can't vote in Toronto, but I know what he means by that. Someone here says Rob Ford was a mayor who actually cared about his constituents, who happened to be a crack addict and an alcohol abuser. That tells you the state of politics, that even with all that baggage, many people would have voted for him again instead of the smooth-talking politician who rips you off when you're not looking. Manny, thanks for that. And there, there, I think there will be 
political historians looking at Rob Ford and what he did for the city and how he managed to do it. And maybe if things could have been different, if he was more open, right? Because that's also what you want from politicians. You want them to be transparent. And yeah, we're all human. We all know that Ralph Klein had a drinking problem, but it really helped when he finally said, I'm human. I have to, I have to get help. I think Rob Ford would have stymied all the critics right from the beginning if he'd come right out and said, you know, I don't know about this particular video, but I have done crack and I need some help. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.